Welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. Hello, amazing, wonderful you. This is Susanna Mittermeier for another episode of Pragmatic Psychology, Be the Peacock. I've been doing a couple of shows now and I've been asking for feedback from people on, you know, how is it for you? What's changing? And I got so many amazing messages, which makes me so incredibly happy because you know, doing a podcast is basically you talk and uh, you have no idea what it does, if it does anything to the world, if it changes anything for people. So getting feedback is so valuable and so helpful because, you know, I'm doing this to be an inspiration. I'm doing this to let people know that there's a different possibility than what they are being handed from this reality. You know, in this reality, it's all about problems and difficulties and judgments and being wrong and needing to be right and having an image and, you know, fulfilling other people's needs and being someone in the world that other people find amazing. And, All of this is, you know, oftentimes very dramatic. So the invitation is here to, rather than being dramatic, being pragmatic. And pragmatic means doing what works always. So hearing that these podcasts work for people, that this actually creates change, makes me happy. So thank you everyone for sending in your messages and your feedbacks to the podcasts and also your suggestions for other topics. And one of the topics that I was being suggested was self-confidence. There was uh, a teenager writing to me that, oh my God, those podcasts you are creating, they are changing my life. They're inspiring me so much. And it's really hard being a teenager. It's quite challenging, you know, being a young adult in this world. And for those of you who are not young adults, for those of you who are a little bit older adults or a little bit older teenagers, <laughs> it doesn't matter what age we are. This world is challenging if you don't have tools, if you don't have perspectives, if you don't have the acknowledgement of what's really true for you. And so he was sending in this question about, okay, can you please talk about self-confidence and give us or invite us to a different perspective on that topic? So let's explore this thing called self-confidence. Self-confidence is something that most people have learned. You got to achieve that. You have to, you know, become self-confident as though that is a goal, as though that is something that is valuable and you have to get there and you have to become it. It's like, how many of you have had this in your world? Oh my God, I have to work at becoming more self-confident. And whether you have learned this or heard this when you were a kid or teenager or still have this, okay, I'm not self-confident enough. I need to work at it. So let's look at that. Anything you have decided you need to work at, anything you've decided you need to become is something you've decided you are not yet. So basically what you're doing is you're functioning from a judgment that you're not good at, for example, being self-confident, that you're not there yet, that there's a lack in your world and you're not good enough. So 
anywhere you have a judgment of what is lacking, anywhere you have a judgment in your world of what is not good enough about you is something that, you know, people use as a motivation of I'm not self-confident enough. So with that judgment, I'm going to have enough motivation to work at self-confidence. So my question to you, has this ever worked? Has kicking your butt to get anywhere ever really worked? Or does it actually create only more judgments and more stress and more lack? So what if there is a different way of approaching this? What if there's a totally different perspective around self-confidence and everything you would like to be that you have decided you are not? So first of all, anytime you have a judgment about you, Anytime you have decided I am not yet this, or I have to work at getting, becoming this and that, you're functioning from a judgment and judgments create more judgments and those create more judgments and more judgments and more judgments. And from those judgments, you will only see through the filter of judgments. You will not be able to see what really is. So it's the same. Let's take the example of That's a funny question. (laughs) So have you ever been in front of a mirror and looked at your body and judged it? I think probably all of us have ever done that. (laughs) Isn't it fun to do that? And so you stand in front of that mirror and go, oh my goodness, what I see there in the mirror, I do not like. And I have a judgment about this and about this part of my body and about that part of my body. And so what you see in the mirror is not what is. What you see in the mirror is what you project on the mirror. So it's you only see your judgments and your projections. So you project judgments on the mirror and that is reflected back at you. So you do not see your body as it is. You only see through the filter of your judgments, which is kind of good news. So what if we wipe those judgments from your eyes and from in front of your face. So you start seeing what is, and this is a choice we have to make. You can go, I have no idea how to do this, but I'm up for the journey. I'm up for the adventure of seeing what is not what I've decided is. What you've decided is, is everything you've judged. If you go, oh my God, I'm not self-confident enough. I'm wrong. I'm not good at speaking with people. I'm always feel less than That's all the judgments you have collected over only this lifetime. And then you see yourself through those filters and you can make a choice now, right now in this moment, you could make a choice and go, you know what? That was nice. That was fun. (laughs) Judging myself all the time. It was a great entertainment and I'm done. I have no idea how to change this, but I know that I will change it right now. Okay. And that choice that sets you up for a different future. That choice sets you up for a different future, for a future that works. And from that choice, you will see yourself in a totally different light, but you have to choose it. You have to make that choice. And that's not a choice you make one time. That's probably a choice you will have to make, you know, a couple of times per day. And then, you know, it's going to be something that you become more and more without having to, you know, like, make that choice actively. It's going to be something you will become, but 
before that, you will have to make that choice a couple of times per day, probably for some time before it becomes a space that you be. But it is possible. I've worked with many, many people, private sessions and classes. They never thought they could get there, but they are it now and they function in a totally different way. And it gives them so much more space to be and so much more choice to function from. So what if this is something you are asking for now, you know, for more space to be and more choice to function from and live as? Just ask for it right now. Universe, what would it take to have more space to be me and to have more choice to function from and live as? <sighs> that. And just notice, oh, that already creates some relaxation. And the relaxation is where you create change, not the judgments. So, from that space, let's look again at this thing called self-confidence. <laughs> it's a funny thing, huh? It's this thing so many people try to achieve, and it's, what if this is just a concept? So, if you, if you now go, okay, I'd like to be more self-confident, what have you decided that means? Do you even know what that means for you? So if you would wake up tomorrow and you would be totally self-confident, how would you know you're self-confident? How would that be in your world? How would your body function? How would your world be? How would you be with other people? Make some notes. Maybe you want to pause this podcast and write down, what does it mean to me to be self-confident? And make some notes, like how would your body be? How would your world be? How would your relationship to other people be? How would you function in the world? How would I know that I'm self-confident? Are you ready to truly get over the dramatics in your life and embrace the ease and the joy and the glory that's available? Where in your life are you rather dramatic than pragmatic? Pragmatic means doing what works, always. Are you ready to embrace possibilities with money, job, business, relationship, parenting, creation, and so much more? Join us for the six-month program, Pragmatic Made Pragmatic, with me, Susanna Metermeyer. Start exploring what's truly available to you in all areas of your life. We start June 30th. Get more information on pragmaticpsychology.com or SusannaMittermeyer.com. So self-confidence actually is something that most of the time comes from a definition, you know, something that people have decided, oh, when I'm self-confident, it's going to look like this. I'm going to, you know, walk in the world and I'm going to be this person who just, you know, nobody brings them down and they're just walking around the world being all of them. And, but notice the energy of it. It's not like a soft relaxation, high world, here I am. It's more of this contracted, solid image of I am self-confident, you know? Is this really what you want to be? Is this really what you want to be in the world? This image of look at me, I got it all, I got it all together. That's what most people define as self-confident. And that's not sexy. That's not attractive at all. <laughs> you know, that's like functioning like, oh, look at me. I got it all together. It's like perfection is never attractive. Perfection is never inviting. So what if 
there is something totally different beyond self-confidence that you could choose to be. So now, what do you know about self-confidence? What do you know about self-confidence? What could you choose to be? So if it's not about, look at me, I got it all together, but about, hi world, I have, you know, shit going on like everybody else, but I don't let that shit and those limitations define me. I'm here. Hello. Hi world. That relaxation, that level of being, that vulnerability. And it's not about proving how amazing you are and getting the right judgments reflected back at you. It's that space of just allowing yourself to be you no matter what. Is that something you would like to be? Then ask for it now. Ask for it and go, hey, universe, I don't know how to get there. I have no idea how to achieve this. All I do is judge myself all day long. And I'm really, really good at it. I think I got a black belt in judging myself. <laughs> but you know what? I'm asking for something different. I'd like to be this walking, talking space of vulnerability. Hi, world. Here I am. Yes, I got words. I got this going on. I got that going on. But hey, you know what? I don't let this define me. I'm me. Hello. <laughs> it's like being a marshmallow. You know, it's really hard to judge a marshmallow. You know, the marshmallow would just go, hi, here I am. Yep, I know you judge me. So what? And that, you know, what if we ask for that? Perfection is so 80s. It's like, come on. But that's what's been fed to us. The need to be perfect. You know, if you look at all these social media platforms and Things are actually changing. It's not that much anymore, but it's still having your body look that way or, you know, having your posture, your, or that's what it's called in English, posing, right? Posing. That's such a funny thing. I'm going to pose, you know? So my, my family and I, Jürgen, my partner and our daughter, Joy, I love her name. That's so what she is. We love to dance, do silly dances. So whenever we, we have, you know, the moves for it, I don't know if this is an English word, but whenever we have the, the sudden urge to, to be silly, we just turn on some music and we dance silly. And, you know, sometimes we use the pots and the pans in the kitchen and we do a pots and pans dance or dance in our bathrobes or whatever funny, you know, and just go for it. And then sometimes we create a choreography and then that involves something different and we just extrapolate on it and we just play and, you know, go, go all goofy. And so sometimes we go, okay, let's, let's show this to the world. Let's inspire the world to be more silly in public. And so sometimes we take the camera and make a movie and and we posted somewhere. And then it was this lady who said, oh, I saw that you're dancing with your family. Do you only dance in front of the camera? <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> yes, I need a camera. And only if I have a camera, I will dance. That is so funny, but it's, that's so this reality, you know, this point of view that you have to share everything or that whenever you, you do something, you have to immediately, you know, do this in front of the camera or you would only do something different when you have a camera in front of your face. That is so this reality and so the times we live in. <laughs> and I'm like, eh, no, why would I? I don't need a camera to have fun. You know, I, we just like, we'd be whatever. And then there's sometimes when we ask, hey, is this something that would inspire the world? Then we turn on the camera and we post it. But it's always from this question of, you know, is this something that inspires the world? You know, and it's like, what if you 
do the things you do because it's fun for you, because it nurtures you, because it expands your world and you don't need to share everything, you know, just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. That's something that a good friend of mine, Gary Douglas, uh, like said to me years ago. And it's so, it was so helpful to hear that, you know, in times like these where you're supposed to share everything or, or you have fun and you go, oh my God, I had so much fun. Look at me world. I'm having so much fun. You can have that too. You know, how many times do you want to inspire the world to something that the world is not interested in? And then you get judged or people don't react at all. And you go, oh my God, I'm wrong. And you turn your joy down, your happiness, your silliness down because it, it wasn't received. So always ask, is this something that the world can receive? Is this an inspiration that the world is interested in? And if not, just for me, just for fun, never tell anyone. And that's also a different level of self-confidence. It's where you have your back. You create your world the way you desire. You enjoy what you enjoy, let's say you walk around in the woods and you enjoy the birds and the trees and you have a magical moment and you just enjoy it for you and you know, wow, there is this communion, this connection with the earth, with the plants, with the animals. I don't need to talk about it. I don't need to post it anywhere. I can't just be it for me. Wow, there's actually a whole universe that has my back. I'm not alone. You know, and you build up that trust more and more each and every day. And when you are in interaction with other people, which oftentimes is the most challenging part because people are full of judgments and points of view, with that space of you having your own back, with that space of receiving the planet, having your back, you will not be the effect of people's stupidity. You will not be the effect of people's judgments and points of view. You will be you no matter what. And that is a totally different universe of self-confidence. You know, that's something that's not in the textbooks of psychology. But I'm telling you, that is pragmatic psychology. That is doing what works. And what if that different self-confidence, that different universe of self-confidence is something you ask for right now? Universe, no idea how, bring it. I'm asking for this. So it's not about something you have to do or get to or become. It's something that you access, that you already be. And you build it up every single day, but not from judgments, but from possibilities. So I hope, my friends, that this helped. I am, again, grateful for your feedbacks, for your suggestions of what else you would like me to talk about. There are so many possibilities out there. There are videos on YouTube. There are, I've so far right now written four books, Pragmatic Psychology, Advanced Pragmatic Psychology, The Fairy Tale Family Book, which is about how to deal with family. And then I've written one children's book that is called Who is Henry? And then there are classes out there that you can take. Most of them are for people who work with people. So if you are a coach or a therapist or a facilitator or a parent, or I even have a lot of hairdressers coming or anybody who works with people, how can I have more ease facilitating change for myself and the world? Those classes are called pragmatic practitioner classes. So if you have any questions about any of these, if you go, I want to do this, I want to explore more of pragmatic psychology, just check out the webpage, suzannamittermeyer.com or 
pragmaticpsychology.com or just write an email to info at susannamittermeyer.com. All right, my friends, big kisses to you and hugs and to another episode of Magnitude next time. Bye-bye. How was the show for you? Are you inspired? Feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too. Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. For more information, visit my webpage, www.susannamittermeyer.com.